Welcome to the Jazz Notes Podcast. I am your host, James Stratton, and tonight we're going to go over the game that was taking place yesterday, in fact, with the 14-5 and Utah Jazz traveling to the 11-8 and Denver Nuggets in Denver, of course. This is our second time playing them in Denver, so I don't think we played them again until maybe the second half, and so we can expect to see two or three more games Definitely two games at least in Utah. I don't know exactly how they're going to play out the rest of the season. So before we get into it, yes, I know I'm a day late. I had to get over it. I was crying for a bit. You can tell I'm not already over it. No, I'm, I'm pretty over it. I was, I was actually over it during the game. Um, all, all streets are going to come to an end, whatever. But the main thing is to apologize on getting this out at least the night of, which I usually do. Ended up just having a lot of events happening after the game and during the game as well. So going to go on a little mini rant as well and probably uh, discuss some things that I saw before the game or before I could even watch the game. And no, it doesn't have to do with national media again about me crying about how terrible they are to us. But no. Um, <laughs> now we're, we're actually going to get into uh, this is probably going to bore you uh, non-jazz fans or jazz fans who watch outside of Utah, but in, in Utah, at least northern Utah, I believe, uh, the Utah Jazz go off, uh, uh, what do you call it, the bro broadcasting network AT&T Sportsnet. It used to be my whole life uh, until, I don't know, five, six years ago. It was uh, KJazz14 that we used to watch all the Jazz games there, and the best thing about it, it was free. It was, you know, you just have an antenna hookup. And you get K Jazz 14, and you can watch all the jazz games for free. And uh, it's not that way anymore. So you have to get a cable subscription. And uh, so, anyways, AT&T Sportsnet. I've heard nightmarish things. If you go back to my first podcast, it was when I first moved to Utah, and I wasn't really too sure of how I was going to watch jazz games because before it was AT or uh, NBA uh, the the app where I just had the I purchased the season pass to watch all of the games for the Jazz and then also whenever they had uh, it on national TV I just was able to get on my cable and watch it on national TV in Colorado but I've heard you know last year and you know past few years I've heard that uh, is, <laughs> is AT&T Sports not working for you guys no it's not working for me oh, how are we going to watch this and uh yeah that happened to me last night so uh turn on the tv black screen of death saying that <laughs> that uh this channel is having difficulties and we would like to uh apologize and we are reaching to the network right now until we figure it out and i have xfinity and uh <laughs> and apparently it was just not working for xfinity apparently for everybody else for the satellite companies whoever who owns it um they weren't having issues, so the Jazz definitely needs to fix that. I know this isn't getting into the game yet, and you're going to probably wonder how I watched the game and whatnot, but uh, I was able to watch the game anyways and take notes as it far as that goes. And uh, just got on Twitter, saw the whole Twitter banter and whatnot, everybody tagging the new owner of the Jazz and <laughs> saying, we need to get this fixed, we need to get this fixed. And, it's, and believe it or not, Utah Jazz fans, it's just not Utah as well. In Denver, there was a whole bunch of signs. People paid for signs for uh, Denver goes off a, a 
station called Altitude Network, and I believe the Avs are off of there too. And I th- this is why I want to get into it because I hear or I saw a lot of that Twitter banter. And mind you, I'm I'm not even on Twitter. I just went on there so I can see the beef. <laughs> so I'm not even on Twitter, but I knew it was going down there. So I, I, I logged on there. And a lot of people were like, yeah, we can't even watch the Avs or the Rockies. Or not the Rockies. You can watch the Rockies, but you can't watch the Denver Nuggets game and the Avs. Well, yeah, they're on altitude sports, so you won't be able to watch them anyways. Um, but anyways, there's a whole bunch of advertisement out there uh, in, in the Denver area saying for the Nuggets, the ditch, uh, altitude sports um also calling out a few of the um networks i believe one of them is comcast or it's maybe it's like uh dish tish or one of the satellite companies because they won't they won't buy uh altitude sports as their standard like broadcasting like here in xfinity at&t sports comes with with the lowest package that's what i have and apparently in Denver, it won't even come with the highest package. You have to like buy it as an additional add-on as well. So there's a lot of things saying like, hey, uh, you need to tell Dish. It's Altitude Sports like has their billboard saying, you need to tell Dish Network or Comcast or whoever they're uh, beefing with to to get us on their program. And everybody else is like, Denver Nuggets, Ditch, Altitude Sports. And it's the same way here in Utah. It's It's the same way. We need to ditch. Um, I know it's it's lucrative money. Um, it's it's really hard because at the same time, uh, higher the prices go for uh, these sports scenes, especially the jazz being able to, um, uh, you know, have have a cable servicing network pay for broadcasting their games. It's going to drive down the seats overall. You know, not everybody's going to get in, and at the same time, not everybody's watching. So you, it, it puts butts in seats as well when it comes in there. But anyways, money's lucrative. It, it's a lucrative business. Um, maybe the only fix I can think of is any time, because uh, in Idaho, uh, my buddy Jordan was saying this. I believe his dad can watch jazz games all day up there on K Jazz fourteen. Maybe put it in the contract saying that if. If AT&T Sports can't deliver and have a have a definitive broadcast 30 minutes before or any time during the game, any time it cuts off, uh, KJAZ 14 in Utah can unlock the game for Utah. And maybe that'll be the fix, just a little clause like, hey, if you can't cover us, it goes to KJAZ 14 because apparently they already have a contract with them. So i'm sure that cage eyes won't mind because it's just more customers flooding onto this thing anyways a five minute broadcast or a five minute rant about a broadcasting um uh <laughs> uh what do you call it a, a a little rant about broadcasting networks five half of you probably don't even pay attention to anyways so let's get into the game um my notes aren't that great because i was having to watch it on my laptop while I was like taking notes on my phone, and it's usually uh, it's usually watching on the TV, notes on the laptop, and then like checking stats on my phone. So it's kind of a new experience for me. Um, didn't really like the game anyway, so I guess there's a good reason why I didn't take so many notes. But again, I wasn't extremely frustrated with this game at all, and you'll hear why. 
So first quarter, the Nuggets are starting off really well on offense. Not missing uh, a shot, it seems like. But the Jazz are able to stay with them after their hot start. I think they're only down by like three points, and the Jazz or the Nuggets like missed one one of their first like eight shots. Um, Nuggets can't miss from the three-point line at all. Not a very good perimeter defensive start for the Jazz, especially after I definitely vouched for them last podcast on our quarter view review or quarter season review about the season so far. But also, it's kind of just a terrible defensive start for the Jazz. They need to settle down and just get a little more aggressive. They seem like they're again flat-footed a little bit, like they did on that uh, the um, Pelicans game in the uh, the first half. Um, and stopping Jokic and Murray, it just needs to be a priority whenever we play these Nuggets. For some odd reason, we just have these multiple players that just get super hot whenever they play the Jazz. It's like, we own you. We don't care if, like, this is a whole different core that we've, you know, been owning you for, like, the last 20 years. Or not that long, but, you know, I over-exaggerate sometimes. But, um, Jokic, Murray, Hardway, um... Austin Rivers always is hot with us for some reason. Kyrie Irving is also really hot with us sometimes, or most of the time. Um, so it's just knowing that these players are going to be very hot against us. It's the same way with uh, Damian Lillard, but I think they did a pretty good job that first game attacking him, making everybody else win the game. And that's what we should have done. Uh, we were at the start placing Boyan Bogdanovich on Jokic. That's a joke, and then we pulled Rudy out early and let uh, Favors guard on him, and so that wasn't working. And by the time you know Rudy gets on there, he already has 20 points, is on fire, and it's just really hard to stop someone who's on fire. Like look at the Austin Rivers; they double teed him at some points. Uh, they really got a hand in his face, and he was still making those shots. But anyways, halfway through the Nuggets are up 25 to 13, 25 at halfway, and if everybody knows. I hate it whenever an opponent score more than 25 points against the Jazz during a game because we need to be that defensive anchor. Jazz offense is just starting to get lazy now and just jacking up threes, trying to play catch up a little too early. It's just the first quarter. Uh, I mean, the Nuggets are at, at a 7-7 seven to seven start at the three. They ended up being 8-8. Eight for eight, And a lot of them just stopped being contested. I know there's three or four at the beginning that were pretty good contested shots. Then after that, we're just definitely flat-footed at that point. Um, Nuggets cannot miss at all. More attested to the kind of the lazy perimeter defense. And Jokic just not missing any shots at all, really. I think he ended up missing like one shot and getting 22 points in the first quarter alone. Um, so the Jazz are down big going into the second quarter, 43-29. to 29. This must how feel how uh, <laughs> the Warriors game felt, you know, for the Warriors fans a few games ago or for Dallas a few games ago or last game. So second quarter, the Nuggets continue to shoot lights out. Every time the Jazz seem to claw back a couple points, like two points, the Nuggets are uh, just explode and then they make the lead bigger. So like I was kind of making fun of the the Mavericks, oh, they're on a 4 0 run. That was kind of us, too, except for it was like 3 0 run at the most. Um, yeah, the, the Jazz just will settle down sometimes on the offensive end and get their baskets in, but just can't guard at all what the Nuggets are doing to them. And really, there's not much more to report this half this, because all the criticisms I've been saying after the first quarter until this point 
is still going on. I mean, we're just flat-footed. We can't guard anything. We can't make. We can't stay consistent on the offensive end either. We started off really hot, and then we then we freeze, and we got hot, and then we freeze. It's it's just weird. Um, it's been happening a lot the last few games. I've noticed. Overall, the Jazz just didn't seem ready to play this team and kind of stuck with their previous knowledge that they had last game. Uh, I mean, last game they had an absolutely terrible bench. And so I think what they thought is like, oh, we all we have to wait is for Jokic to get on the bench and we'll come back. And that never really happened because, one, Jokic already has 33 going into the halftime. And the Jazz are still down 79-54. to 54. 36 and 25 and as if for those who always listen to the podcast or whatnot if we they had to go in the fourth quarter not score in 75 not the third quarter i don't have that stat up <laughs> just terrible just a terrible game from us um so far so the third quarter the jazz are starting off terrible again they almost miss all their shots i think all they get is like a, a dunk from rudy and uh they start their half awful uh Completely started their half with two straight turnovers. The Jazz start to cl- slowly call, claw back, but and they um, hold the Nuggets a bit on the offensive end, and they seem to settle down a little bit now on both sides playing their basketball, and they're also playing Jokic a lot better and making the other Nuggets keep this lead instead of just letting no Jokic score any point he wants to. I mean, at this point, he was going to have 66 at the end of the game. Um... A lot more aggressive on offense on the Jazz uh, for the Jazz this run. Uh, Jokic is only making this hard for the Jazz. So right now he's really the only offensive powerhouse keeping the Nuggets alive. And at one point, I believe they get within eight or nine, and then they just slip. Once they get under that double digit, they're like, oh, our work is done this quarter. And then the Nuggets end up going into the fourth quarter, 103-91. to we only allowed 24 points that game or that quarter, so that's really good to see. I mean, Quinn, you know, lit a fire under them, and they responded, I think, very well this quarter. But that's about it, because we get into the fourth quarter, and the Jazz lose their defensive intensity again, and allow the Nuggets lead to balloon. Um, they also can't buy a bucket, and a lot of a lot of them are open too. I mean, we're still finding that open man. Um, and we saw, still are distributing the ball very well. There's not very many ISO ball that we see whenever the Jazz get flustered. So we're, we're still playing our game. And I, that's why I'm so happy. Is we're just not hitting shots right now. The, the shots were just completely hitting for the Nuggets. I mean, after the first, first half, the Nuggets had 89% field goal on their three-pointers alone. And they scored 15 three-pointers. Three, so that's just outrageous to allow 45 points only, only on the three-point line. And, I mean, when a team is that hot, it's very, very, very hard to win a basketball game. I mean, I don't care how good your defense is or how hot your offense is on the other side as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it just hurts more when when the Jazz can get a good stop on the defensive end because there's a few, I think there's like three or four times in a row where the Jazz got a stop on the def- defensive end and they couldn't capitalize on the offensive end. They 
their their transition offense was really stifled by the Nuggets this game. Nuggets did really step up on that because that's where the Jazz are very successful after defensive stops getting offensive opportunities. And now the Jazz momentum is going into the fourth quarter is completely gone. They seem to have a little momentum. I was kind of excited. I'm like, hey, maybe we can pull this one out. But, uh, I mean, the Nuggets just really stepped up and ended up destroying the Jazz this quarter with uh, their defense. The bench unit comes on with three minutes left into the game, and we are down 125 to 108. And then um, that's that's about when uh, AT&T Sportsnet, because I kept the blinks screen on the entire game, uh, one, one, 115 to 100 was when... Uh, when the the TV started working for me, and I was like, oh, oh thanks, buddy. That's uh, real nice of you to uh, kick on when the game's over. So they're playing tennis for a while, too. <laughs> so I jumped on Twitter again, and everyone's like, really? Tennis? You're going to give us tennis? And it wasn't even, like, recent tennis because the f- stands were filled with uh, vans and everything, and you know this was well before COVID times. And... <laughs> <laughs> like that's just a slap in your face like oh man i'd rather have the black spurs you know i'm sorry for all those tennis fans out there i mean you know go into your country clubs go get your elbow fixed whenever you go to the doctor but i mean tennis at least like put on an old jazz game i mean or I'd even watch, like, a Utah State game, because, you know, of course I would, but, like, even the BYU game, or even a UVU game at this point, over tennis. So, anyways, <laughs> the Nuggets won 128 to 117, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> just just not a good game for us. But, I mean, we, we did play very well, at the, especially in that second half. Um, I was very happy with them. Um, overall, streaks are going to end. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be that second Pelicans game, and then I thought it was either going to be one of the Mavericks game, definitely the second, because for some reason we can't respond on national TV at times. And then uh, once we beat the Mavericks, I'm like, this pretty good possibility we'd lose to the Nuggets too, because the Nuggets know us and we know them. And for some reason we can't step up sometimes when it comes to playing the Nuggets. So let's go into the stats of the game. Um... So field goal percentage, we only shoot 43%. Three-pointers, we are actually hit our three-point mark at 42%. Um, again, we, we hit our statistics when it came to that open three. So you can't be, you know, too mad. We barely lose the offensive battle, 37 to 20, 38. And last game, I believe the Nuggets had like 23 offensive rebounds alone on us, and they just demolished us on the board. Um, it didn't really happen this game because A, they couldn't miss anything anyways, and B, um, yeah, we just didn't box out Jokic at all that whole time. But in this game, uh, I, the only reason why we lost the rebounding battle is because they wouldn't miss the shot. And we missed everything. And we ended up still getting more offensive boards and everything. So I'll take that all day that we lost the rebounding battle by one rebound. Uh, we still fought really hard getting those rebounds. And we just ended up missing more. And then this is the crazy, crazy, crazy stat. 28 assists to our 32 field goals made. That's 88%. That's the highest 
this entire season. Maybe we're passing the ball too much. <laughs> That's the only thing I could take it because, I mean, anytime that we score over like 52% on that mark, the Jazz are undefeated uh, until this game. We also do 15 turnovers. It's not too bad. I mean, it just felt more, especially coming into that halftime and, you know, trying to get the Jazz back into the, the game and the turnover bug bit us. I mean, 15, 15 turnovers for this game, actually, I don't, I don't really mind that much. Um, and then let's get into our notes of the game. So, um, actually, before I get into that, let's let's talk about it. So, they scored more than 25 points the, going into the second quarter. Uh, this is kind of my little stats. We're 6-3 and three now. Um, they scored more than 50, more than 75, really, <laughs> going into... Going into the uh, half, now we're six and four. They scored more than seventy-five points going into the fourth quarter. Now we're seven and five, and more than a hundred points overall. Now we're nine and five. So overall, again, I'm not too upset. I'm really not. Uh, you know, don't take my more. You know, my very first part of this podcast into heart. It was just a joke. It's or just joking, and. Uh, <laughs> No, it was actually, I was actually pleased with this loss. Uh, the Nuggets were on fire. Uh, we didn't guard Jokic like we should have guarded him at the beginning. I don't know why we took Rudy off of him. And, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll bounce back. We've, we sure we sure will. And hopefully this isn't the last streak we'll have, you know, knock on wood. But, um, yeah, so let's go into our notes of the game. F note being the worst. A, B, and C are kind of like the three stars of hockey with A note being the best player of the game. F note of the game, hated to do it. Um, I, I I think I forget who I was going to give it to. I think Niang, but Niang didn't score. You know, he didn't do really well this game. But I decided to just give it to Donovan Mitchell. Um, the main reason I was thinking wasn't going to give it to Donovan Mitchell is he is coming off concussion protocol. He is coming back to you know not playing for two games now. And when you get out there, it's live, it's faster, you know, it's kind of hard to play catch-up. But you just got to do a little bit more than what he did. 13 points on 3 of 12 shooting. So if you do the math, he, I think he got like, he, he made it off his free throw, so good on him. Um, he only got 3 assists, 1 rebound, and 1 steal. And this is why I select him as FNO, is because he got 5 turnovers that game. So he got a third of the entire team's turnovers. C-note of the game, the third best player, uh, is Royce O'Neal. 12 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. B-note of the game was Derek Favors with 7 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 blocks, and 1 steal. And he had to be dragged around by Jokic a lot this game. And it was just, he was already hot by the time he got out there to guard him. So we can't blame him too much about that stuff. And I think he ended up not having that bad of a plus-minus margin anyways. A note of the game uh, was Boyan Bogdanovich. I mean, he's been hot the last two games. Knock on wood that he stays hot too. Um, uh, yeah, I think he was 5 for 5 at the 3-point. No, that was, that was the last game. But he, he was pretty efficient. Uh, 29 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. So, as you notice, no plus-minus margin stats because we didn't get anyone above that 10-point. Mark, man, I am tired. But yeah, again, I wasn't. I this is why I'm doing the podcast now because at first I was like, you know what, I'll just leave it alone, 
And I was like, no, no, that's two losses now. And those will be the only two podcasts that I haven't done um, was lost podcast. So I don't want to look like I'm a, I'm a fair weather. I will only do a podcast after we win again. After the game, we end up leaving the house, whatnot, and um, got back. And then today, just watching the kid. And this was really the first time I was able to record. So sorry about that. Whatever. Cry me river. You probably really didn't notice I was gone. So why are you so mad? No, just kidding. So let's go over Sunday's games. Um, the Clippers beat the Knicks early that game before we played 29 to 129 to 115. 76ers continued their roll over the Pacers 119 to 110. The Raptors uh, beat out the Magic in the rare battle of Florida. <laughs> Seeing how Tampa Bay Raptors are playing there now 115 to 102. The Wizards. The Wizards beat the Nets. The Nets. I thought these were like a great team or something. Great team. You're going to beat the Lakers in the finals. They lose to the worst team in the entire NBA. They lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Actually, they lose to Sexton two games in a row. They lose 149 to 146. I'm sorry, I'm bitter. Uh, and then the Cavaliers lose to the Timberwolves 109-104. to 104. And tonight's game, Monday night, uh, the Lakers beat the Hawks 107-99. It was pretty close at the end, and the Lakers were able to pull away. The Hornets beat the Heat 129-121 to 121 in overtime. Uh, Cavaliers bounce back and beat the Timberwolves 198. The Bulls beat the Knicks 110-102. to The Bucks take down the Blazers 134 to 106 Kings over the Pelicans 118 to 109 man those Pelicans are killing me I shouldn't have put them up so high Rockets beat the Thunder I mean the Rockets are actually looking pretty dangerous this year I mean after getting Victor Oladipo I didn't know who they're going to get for James Harden because that was really hard to see anyways the Rockets 136 to 106 just blow out the Thunder the Suns uh, continue the Mavericks losing streak. They're at six now, uh, 109 to 108. Uh, Grizzlies beat the Spurs 133 to 102, and the Nuggets and Pistons game was postponed. So next game we're supposed to play tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and we're supposed to play the Pistons. So don't be too surprised if it's canceled, and you don't hear from my uh, nasally voice or whatever people call it for another. Um, another two or three nights because I won't be too surprised if the the Pistons end up not traveling to Salt Lake City tonight unless they figure out exactly who's got it and yeah no one else had contact um but it'll be I'll be very surprised if we played tomorrow night I won't mind if we do I'll be quite happy maybe AT&T Sportsnet will work tonight tomorrow night but anyways um no it, it was you know again I was very happy with the team game um we did slack off a lot on the perimeter defense at the beginning, but the second half were, we were very strong. Um, we played our basketball the second half, and yes, we had to play a lot of catch-up, and yes, the, the Nuggets ended up resting their players a little bit more during that second half. But, again, anyway, so hopefully I catch you guys tomorrow night when we face the Pistons, but if we, we don't... Um, Expect to see us Thursday uh, when we play the Hawks in Atlanta. So, it might be some revenge game from Trey Young for us uh, holding him to four points that one game. Was it four points? I don't know. 
Oh, standings. Yeah, we're number two. All right, there you go. I'm not going to go over standings. I think this podcast is a little bit overran how I want it anyways, but we didn't get knocked down to number two with the Clippers winning and us losing. We're half game behind. So um, I want to be consistent. The, they played one more game than us. So until, like I said, with the Lakers game, I don't want to claim that we're number one until we meet or beat the record, which we ended up doing. That's when I really claimed that we're over one. I want to do the same thing with the Clippers. They played one more game, so they have one more win on the win column. So until they either surpass us because we've already beat them this game, I kind of want to see us as number one still, but I don't know. Maybe I want to keep us at number two. That way it gives us some more stuff to fight for because, I mean, last year we got to a number one for, like, what, one game? And then that's when we completely dismantled and everything. So anyways, blah, blah, blah. I'm ranting, raving whatever (laughs) i'm sorry man this podcast is a lot longer than i wanted it to be anyways thanks for listening sorry it took me so long to do this uh i'll try not to have this happen again if i do i'll just end up canceling the podcast and just posting it that it's canceled but i do want to stay consistent at the same time so thanks for listening um jazz will get back at it and we'll we'll uh start getting happy again right all righty uh as always go jazz